Hello, Master. It's been a while. We are off on an adventure! This is good. When it gets strange like this, it's a good thing. For what it's worth, I've got a good feeling. Trust me, Hera. I'm excited. This is my excited face. Get ready to be impressed! You ready to be impressed, Tam? I'm completely ready. Greetings, programs, and welcome to episode 127 of Geeky Bubble, part of the Star Wars Escape Pods Network. I am your host, Jonah Marie, and with me is the CB23 to my Kazuda Ziono, my mom, Maria. Yeah! I would have preferred to be Bucket today. <laughs> <gasps> okay, fine. You're the Bucket to my Yeager. <laughs> Oh, man. man, that really got you. I actually tweeted a few minutes ago how your reactions to what happened to Bucket were wild <laughs> and how I, I failed everyone by not recording them. Oh, my God. <laughs> but we will get into that soon. But first, our weekly question here. What is your biggest pet peeve? And notice how last week it was fears. This week is pet peeve and I couldn't help but think of the scene in Friends when they're all doing the they're all fighting for the apartment, apartment yeah. yes and one of the categories that Ross says is fears, fears and, and pet, pet peeves, peeves. <laughs> so yeah last week I thought yeah we did fears let's do pet peeves this week <laughs> all right what is my biggest pet peeve this is to a person who likes order <laughs> Chaos, things out of order, things here and there bother. So everything around me bothers me. Mm. But the things that will get a biggest reaction of me out of me is people in positions where they're supposed to know things, but they don't know squat. So and me. they just ask. <laughs> no, that's not me. And then they just ask others below them. For the answers. Yeah, yeah, that's very common. Yeah, that that's a good is, one. Yeah, that is the, that annoys me, I think, more than anything else. And like I said, I'm a very controlled type personality, you know? Mm -hmm. I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that just blows me every time out of the water. Yeah, I, I have to blow. I, I can't. I can't. I, I have it. to bring it up and okay, say... Calm down, yes. mommy. Calm down. Yes. Okay, so my... <laughs> let's move on from this topic. My, my <laughs> biggest pet peeve... What is my biggest pet peeve? There's a lot of things that annoy me, too. Just like the average person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying the average person annoys me. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that, like, the average person, I also have things that annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is my biggest pet peeve? I know you're a big grammar. You have a big issue with grammar. Y you know what? And that's funny because when it comes to talking, I obviously do a lot of mistakes. But when it yeah, writing. comes to writing, I pick it up more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you get very annoyed when you <laughs> see certain things. Like the other day, what is it that I wrote? I wrote you, you or your instead of your. Yeah. 
And I realized it and I went back and tweeted again saying like, Jonah, you know, will be very disappointed. Oh, did you tweet that? Yeah. I'll have to go back and see that. Yeah. But yeah. It was I- a response to JD. <laughs> oh, okay. To one of JD's tweets. And I say your instead of your. Ah, got it, got it. And I realized what I did <laughs> and commented about you. <laughs> yeah, that that is a big pet peeve of mine. Yeah, it's, it's also Ross's... <laughs> biggest pet peeve too because uh, in Friends he yeah, does the same yeah, thing Y-O-U yeah. apostrophe R-E means you, you are. are Why are means you are <laughs> yeah that's it okay we got it <laughs> but what is your biggest pet peeve yes. and please share that with us so that way we can talk and chat on Twitter and before moving into the episode I also wanted to bring up the Star Wars celebration panels that were announced today Star Wars Resistance Star Wars Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. Oh my God, Jonah Marie, what Whoa. happened there? Whoa. It, ladies and gentlemen, it was sort of like, you know, in the movies where the movie goes out of whack and, go, and comes back in, that's exactly what just happened. Yeah, it did. I, I kind of, I don't know why I blanked out there. You know what it is? I'm very tired because of Star Wars Rebels because <laughs> Tuesday was a big day. March 5th was what I wanted to call Rebels Remembered Day. And the community came out in full force and tweeted out so many amazing memories. Everyone was just so nice to each other, which is very, very oh, that, different. It, it was so nice. It was so lovely. And I wish it would be like that all the time. All the time, yeah. Because, yes, you know what? We have differences. We have differences. We like different things. We don't all have to like the same things. But we don't have to get on each other's case because we don't like it. You know, just because I don't like what you like doesn't mean I have to get in your case about it. Right, right. You know, let's just come together only when we find the common ground. And when we are not on the common ground, let's each take our own roads. Yeah, yeah. So I very much appreciated everyone's cooperation yesterday. And everyone was so nice. Every time I thought of something, somebody else has said it. So all I did all day was like like and retweet, like (laughs) and retweet. And then Jenna Marie tells me, if you do that a lot, they're going to mark you as a A bot. bot. (laughs) And they will block Not a lot, just like all in one after the other, like repetitively. That was basically what was happening because there was so many good things. Yeah, yeah, so many good things. And I was up till two o'clock in the morning looking at the tag. So I'm tired for that reason. (laughs) And and Dave Filoni capped it off with a drawing. Yes, (laughs) yes. That was amazing. And it was the funniest thing because in one moment I'm reading, you know, uh, I believe it was, uh, who, who was it? You, conversation with you and I think one one of your friends, like, uh, wouldn't it be oh, nice? Sandra, Sandra. Wouldn't it be nice if, if Feloni will come out and then you say, yeah, and you know what, a drawing and whatnot. And some time later, here he is <laughs> with a drawing. And I, I was like, oh my <laughs> but then you were in here I, doing right. a podcast. I was, in, I was in my room and I was doing a podcast. I was podcasting with Aaron. We were doing an episode of Star Scavengers. And I see my phone light up and people are saying... One, some oh shoot, I can't remember who it was now. I think it might have been Samantha who was saying, Is Jonah okay? 
Because <laughs> I hadn't said anything for 30 minutes. And I thought, oh, my God. And Aaron's talking. And meanwhile, I'm, like, trying to go through the <laughs> timeline. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Aaron, though. And, yeah, I was so surprised. Because I, I thought it would be nice. Yeah. But at the same time, I know he's a busy guy. You know, he might have been informed about it. And that he'd be, he'd be happy that people were celebrating. But I didn't think that he would actually come on to social media and then share that. Not, not only share that, but then draw it draw something new instead of like rifling through his things and and you know scanning and was that that. new it was he had drawn it that same day at least that's the the impression i got from the tweet oh my yeah so and even if not it was beautiful yeah yeah Oh, oh my god so i was like oh my god where's jonah and then i realized oh shoot she's in a podcast no wonder i can i don't hear her screaming <laughs> because usually i know something happens because i hear her screaming yes and i would go like okay what happened so i take to the phone and start looking to see what happened this is true i do scream a lot it's true whenever i write i am screaming on twitter i'm actually screaming yeah <laughs> Like, you know, some people say LOL because that's just a natural no, 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 thing no. to say. I actually LOL. Like, <laughs> no, no, not just LOL. It's like full-blown laughter. laughter. Yeah, yeah. So I, I when I tweet things, I genuinely mean them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, there'll be celebration panels about all the animated shows. And I'm excited, Mommy. Yes, I But the know. thing is, you leave. I'm kind of... We have to look at your Monday times because you leave Monday. Yep. And I want to say it's, I don't know whether it was earlier or later. And that's the Star Wars Resistance panel. I know. Dang it, Mommy. Can we change the flight? We could, but they probably charge us a fee. I'd pay it. I don't mind. Yeah. But, but yeah. We'll look into I, it. We need to check that out. And I'm excited for the Clone Wars panel on Sunday, Star Wars Rebels on Saturday. I, I, I don't know how I'm going to handle that whole weekend. I, I, I really don't. I'm going to be honest, guys. I am not a very active <laughs> person. On top of it, I have knee issues back issues <laughs> yeah I, so i have no idea how i'm gonna handle yeah, that <laughs> i yeah i recommend doing it in doses like do one big panel i think your panels your main panels will probably be the animation yes, panels. yes yes so you're you'll be sitting a lot and actually i think you'll be sitting for me in a few lines yeah i bought a little thing that yeah. i can carry so she's gonna and, have her own little seat yes and and you're gonna hold my spot on the line because <laughs> i know i'm gonna need it <laughs> anyway moving into the episode descent you know we start off with pyre about to arrest team fireball and i love that yeager is totally on fire yes like he he is not going to go down this way (laughs) no he's like not uh -uh, uh, you're not having it today no no and tam when she finds out how they found the fireball and and its connection to resistance activity, she turns to Kaz and says, you know, explain to them that this is all wrong. And Kaz's expression, yeah. it, it like it hurts him. Yeah. That he can't say the truth. And he says it's complicated. Why you gotta go and make things so complicated? complicated. <laughs> <laughs> so 
yeah, it's it's heartbreaking to see that he's he's struggling, wanting to help his friends. And we see that throughout the episode. He's like, we got to help Tam. We got to find Tam. We got to help Tam. And um, she's very confused, too. And there's a lot of, uh, of different emotions that, that she's going through right now. Because on the one hand, she does like order. But on the other hand, it's what is happening really necessary. Regardless, it's her friends. Well, she wants and order like the average person wants yeah. order. The first order is an extreme mm-hmm. version. Of and, and I love it because it was said in conversation. And just like most often when we converse with each other and we miss on certain words and certain cues to get the full idea of what's happening. The same thing happened in the scene when Tierney says we want absolute order. order. Yeah. The word there, absolute. I just Not want, order. I just want order. <laughs> no order, but absolute. Exactly. Because what is it that the Jedi say? Only Sith deal in absolutes. Absolutes. Yes, that's true. This is true. Mommy, thank you for pulling up that reference there. And of course, we see little Bucket and I and Bucket's like waving his hand to get their attention. Attention Because he has a plan. Cute. I Bucket, this episode. He stole the show. (laughs) Tore me apart. My God. (laughs) And and like I had mentioned earlier, Mommy had some wild reactions. I, I am watching everything that's happening, and Bucket is waving his hands, and I'm like, oh yeah, Bucket is to the rescue, and everything is happening, and all of a sudden, <laughs> fire, my man, fire, <laughs> he shot him, and I actually have in my notes, why? <laughs> I just screamed. Yeah, you did. She did scream. And I, you know, covered my mouth, and I look, what? No, 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 Bucket. Yeah, yeah, it was really. Intense. I don't uh, and I and was so mad. I don't, I don't care. care what happens to Tam. <laughs> Bucket, that's right. You did say that. I thought, oh my god. And you know, it's funny because you, she, mommy tends to rewatch the episodes, so I thought she was rewatching it. And I'm just sitting at the computer trying to, you know, polish up the notes, and I hear her reaction, and I thought, oh my god, this is the first time she's seeing yep. it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't have any time on Monday. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had a very bad migraine. And um, Tuesday was making up for all the work that I missed on Monday. <laughs> so I, 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 I couldn't watch it. This was the first time that I watched it, just right before we started doing this. Yeah. And my heart is still, my, my chest is still pounding. Yeah. You know, all <laughs> the emotions are still there. <laughs> But, you know, in in that chaos, uh, I love that Yeager threw the blaster at the stormtroopers. That's one of my favorite things in movies and TVs whenever someone has run out of ammunition or they don't need this weapon anymore and they end up tossing the weapon (laughs) as as if that will do anything. It just it was so funny to see that inserted there. And of course CB23 was awesome. Oh. She knocked over those stormtroopers with the vehicle. I thought that was hilarious. Yes. And she she was just perfect in this episode too. The droids She's were winning. Spunky. She's funky. <laughs> yes. BB8 has his um, you know, strengths and whatnot and he's awesome. But I don't know, CB23, she she, she does it with flair. It's like <laughs> 
you you can see the excitement. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, when Bucket does get hit, one of the the things that really got to me was when Yeager said Bucket. Yes, and tries to reach out for him, tries and, to go for and, him, and Cass has to pull, pull him, him back. back. Oh man! In that instant, I thought, man, they've been together since who knows how long. Yes, and to watch his little buddy go down that way, oh, right in the chest, right in the feels. Oh man! <laughs> Tam, this entire time, believes it's a complete misunderstanding. Yeah, she's she's lost. She has no clue as what's happening. She's being torn right now, emotionally torn, because she she has no idea what's going on. And it's not just not knowing what is going on in the moment with the friends, but what has gone on in our lives so far that this is where we are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and exactly. She has no information. She's not working on anything. So this is like... Why is this even happening? And and if you put yourself in her shoes, you'd be asking the same thing. Like, yeah. I, I want to try to calm this situation down instead of following Yeager and Cass who'll just land themselves into more trouble. So, yeah, she ends up staying behind. And Pyre says, it seems your friends left you behind to take the fall. You know, I kind of want to punch him. But at the same time, I wanted to hug him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just I love fire. <laughs> I know I have problems. And then Yeager, you know, he basically says what you mentioned earlier that she's confused. She's yes. confused and for obvious reasons. But at the same time it's just it, it's a double-edged sword. In not telling them they're protecting them. And it's not malicious lying. No, no, He's no, not of doing course it not. He wants it's, to. No, no, it, it comes out of a good place. You know, if, if you don't know, there's no, no way they can get to you. Also, the fact that her way of thinking brings insecurity as to how is she going to react? What is she going to do? And that puts them in the line of fire, in, in that line of we can get in trouble right there's no right way yeah that, that's the thing i know i keep coming back to it but yeah it's just because there's no right way and it, it you just have to make a choice do what you need to do and then deal with the consequences which is what is happening now right and now at this point kaz does confess to niku that he is part of the resistance but niku <laughs> thinks it's a joke and actually i liked how at first when Cass reveals this it's actually very serious there's no humor about it but it's not until the second line of niku where he's like ha ha that's when i start to laugh but beforehand i thought man this is actually very serious you know but the funny thing is that the one person that i would have expected a more violent reaction from was niku well not necessarily violent but like violent betrayed. In the se- violent in the sense that you know what how he reacted with the, his uh, little pet oh yes he yeah. was like uh, yeah he was very emotional, emotional. Yeah. so i expected that got it but that's not what he gave us because even though he was thinking it was a joke and he was just going along and doing what he was told to do in the end when he realized it's not a joke 
this is real. His reaction is very mellow. It goes to show, you know, Niku is it's just, amazing. It's <laughs> funny to me because if if Kaz had told him all those months ago the truth, he, he probably would have reacted the way that very emotional. No, actually, I he still wouldn't have believed him. I think he would have thought it was a joke. Like, oh, that's so funny, Kaz. Here's Kaz trying to tell him the truth. And Niku wouldn't still believe him. <laughs> uh, and I just love the smile, his smile. A smile of, yay! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, at the very end. And yeah, that yeah. was a cute smile. Yeah, Niku, Niku is pretty awesome in this episode, too. Tora, at the same time, she tells her father that they need to do something and they can't go around being compliant anymore. And at that time, Pyre comes into the office and my AU, my alternate universe, takes over. <laughs> Here we go. People sit down. Get yourself a cup of coffee. We are starting on the road to the ship of Pyre and Tora. No, and I have another ship later Ooh, for, for okay. Pyre. <laughs> and, and so alternate universe Pyre and Tora. And when Tora says, is, is it Kaz? Because he brings up the topic of spies, resistance spies. I like to think that AU... Pyre gets jealous at this point. <laughs> and that's it. See, see my, you, you made it such a big thing. It was just that. Well, usually you do it. <laughs> and then Kaz wants to save Tam. That's like his main goal right now. Yeager, on the other hand, wants to send a message to the Resistance. So it's funny how... <laughs> Cass's job is to communicate with the resistance and let them know of all these things that are happening. And Yeager wanted nothing to do with it. And now you have <laughs> Yeager having to do that because Cass is so focused on trying to save Tam. Yeah. Yeah, I also love this line from Niku. Niku says, they're getting closer and I'm feeling extreme fear <laughs> when they're being chased after by <laughs> the stormtroopers. What did you feel when they were being chased? I oh thought, my, oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I said, oh, they're going to get caught. And when they were in the middle there and the troopers were surrounding them, I was like, okay, this is it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what's going to happen now because if they get caught... Who the hell knows how are they going to be interrogated, the abuse they may end up going under, you know? Right. And all of a sudden, the The crate opens and they fall. Yeah. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And then the Chilla die were there and you're like, yay! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, so Kel and Ayla show up in the... the picture and uh, they overheard Kaz being a spy. Yeah, you, you guys are loud. <laughs> <laughs> and Nico, I love how Nico at, th- at this point still thinks that he's joking. Okay, yeah. like, shame on you for telling these kids that you're part of the resistance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Agent Tierney shows up. So Agent Tierney, what were your first impressions of her? Oh, she's sort of, sort of a, a mixture between Governor Price uh, what's his name? Tarkin. Tarkin. And, um... Callus? No, 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 no. The blue one? Thrawn. Uh, and Thrawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people. I'm not editing that, by the way. I'm gonna keep that there. <laughs> I just... I just... I'm not good with names. You know what's funny is that I was re-watching a few Rebels episodes the other day, and Ezra says, who was that blue guy? <laughs> 
I'm, I'm right there with Ezra. <laughs> I, I couldn't stop laughing. So it's sort of like that mixture, you know? Yeah. Very, very assured, like um, the blue guy. Petron. <laughs> very uh, order, D- like. Direct and. Ordering, like Tarkin. Yeah. And very regal, like um, Price. Price. Price was very always, like, you would think Price like to um groom herself a lot you know because she had to be looking good all the time the way she carried herself herself. yeah yeah that's a yeah that's a good mix and you know it's funny because tyranny comes from the first order security bureau whereas callus came from the imperial security bureau so they both have the same job I really don't think that they're going to go down a similar path. No, no. And I think this because the First Order so far, at least what's been shown on television and in the movies, has been very extreme. Yeah. And I think she represents that. She represents this extreme version of the evil scale. Yeah. And I, I thought... They're not going to go down that path for her. I think she is very set in her ways. And I think she just, she'll just she just go down fighting for yeah, what for, she represents. Yeah. She does not give me the impression that she'll turn or no, see the light. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> and although that would be cool. But I feel like that at this point, given all the other stories that have come out, it's kind of a repetitive thing to have this bad guy become a good guy. At least that's my take on it. I also thought she was hot, though. <laughs> I thought she was very beautiful. Oh, no, but and that's why uh, it reminds me of Price. Price wasn't an, an ugly woman. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, you know, and and, and you, you knew by the way that they carry themselves that they... They take care of themselves. Mm, mm. So, um, yeah, that's my combination. <laughs> so I also ship Tyranny and Pyre. That makes more sense yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah. That makes more sense My to evil me. ship. <laughs> I need to come up with a name for them. I've gotten to the point in shipping where I don't really combine names anymore. I like the idea of taking, like, um, Finn and Poe. When people ship them, they don't really call them Finpo or Pofin or whatever, or Pin. <laughs> they don't do that, at least not that I know of. They go for the ship name Storm Pilot, because he was a stormtrooper and he's a pilot. So I like combining their titles or what they represent more than anything else. So I had to come up with something, gold something maybe. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Tierney calls the resistance a violent and dangerous group disavowed even by the new republic and i love her approach because she's very calm and very gentle in the way that she's saying things she's trying to win tam over yes and right before she sends her to the slaughter really do you think so oh, I, I, I definitely see this woman as you know, sending disposing, uh, time, people. disposing of people once she gets what she wants. I wouldn't be surprised if she sends time to the gallows or whatever, wherever it is gallows. that they, that is they keep the, of the Caribbean? Yeah, whatever it is that they keep their their prisoners. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, <laughs> treat it nice. Just take you to have some nice dinner. dinner. Um, let's talk and whatever. We're friends. We're buddy buddies. Okay, is that all I need from you? Okay, guys, pick it up. Take, take her, her away. Take her away. 
Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I figured that she would try to recruit her. I don't know. She doesn't give you that vibe? No. She could use it as a test, but she will know immediately when talking to Tam that Tam does like order, but she is also a good friend. She she has that emotional side. I see, yeah. That does not permit her to be like she will want her to be, like Tierney will like her to be. So, you know, going along with this next line that she says, our goal is galactic peace through absolute order, nothing more. You know, I had posed the question, do you think she believes that? Or do you think that she's like one of the stormtroopers who's who've been conditioned to oh, think no, it? No, no, no. She believes it. Really? She gives you that she impression? Yes. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, it's sort of like Pyre to me. In a way, Pyre comes off as someone who is willingly wanting, wanting to, to do, be there. To be there, yes. There's something about Pyre for sure that, that gives me that vibe. So yeah, Tierney's on that same boat. Level, yeah. You know, and Tam says that they're not spies, and she only knows Kaz to be a poor kid from Coruscant who just wants to race. And then that's when she gets the truth smacked right across her face where she finds out that Kaz is actually rich he comes from a rich family he's from Hosnian Prime and he was part of the Republic Navy before joining the resistance and I mean just imagine yourself in Tam's shoes at this point yeah the kid that I probably bought some meals for because he didn't have the money yeah he had them no, he didn't. His well, father I mean, did. Te- well, which is something, mind, yeah, which yeah. is something that that we tend to do when we hear, you know, people come from money. We think just because they come from money, they have it. Right. A lot of them they don't. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So but we move on to the Chilodai fixing up bucket. Oh my god. That was so beautiful. <laughs> You were so relieved. <sighs> Her face right oh. now—it's just like pure joy. Bucket. <laughs> Are you okay? Yes. <laughs> so yes, bucket is is back to normal. You have to think of this objectively, mommy. But were you kind of disappointed with the fact that he was brought back? Should he maybe? No. <laughs> objectively mommy that's being objective no no i was not disappointed okay well that answers my question Uh, personally given my connection to bucket i i definitely would want him to come back but i do see how some people were like man that was sort of like remember sabine's mom and her brother Tristan, when they when we thought that they were going to die and they actually didn't die Mm -hmm. so it's just it's one of those things where they pull at your emotions but then everything's actually okay in the end that's what they're supposed to do it's a story (laughs) they're pulling you they're 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 making you react they're making you think that's true and learn that that we are actually attached to these characters so i'm all for them pulling my heartstrings and then giving it back to me <laughs> but yeah i i kind of like the fact that this uh tactic in the story helped me realize how much I actually really do love Bucket. I mean, I loved him before, but it helped other people realize, man, this this droid actually, I do care about him, and I'm glad that he's back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> 
And then Kaz wants to take on water for the Colossus in order to get to the communications tower. <laughs> the, the funny thing is I, I like how he introduces the plan. I have a crazy... <laughs> Yeah. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you said it. Crazy. I honestly, I love how his plans are just as crazy as Ezra's plans. Yeah. <laughs> like they're uniquely Ezra's, they're uniquely Kaz's, and they're going to work. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that he says, it's so crazy, it's brilliant. And then Niku, he says, no, it's so crazy, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course they have to communicate this information to doza so they send cb as their messenger and i absolutely love this scene between captain doza cb and torah she tells them what they have to do and i love that his response is this is the craziest plan i've ever heard <laughs> <laughs> and I love that Tora's like, I know. <laughs> and she's so excited because of it. I just, I love that she gets to be herself. Like, she's a 15-year-old, giddy 15-year-old, and she acts like it. Yes. Like, she's not trying to be something she's not. And I love that we get to see these moments of her just genuinely being excited like a 15-year-old would be. Yeah. Oh, that that was so funny. And before that, the one scene that, that I love is how CB ended up switching, you know, places. switching places. Like... <laughs> The common scene where the the bad guy turns the corner, yeah, you hear the noises, and then there comes the good guy. Right, right. I love that. Oh, and so classic. <laughs> and Tora, I love that she calls it a rollie. Yeah, rollie. Yeah. And I love. She also says uh, when CB returns, she also shows up in the message saying, "This is gonna be so much fun." <laughs> Myrna Velasco, she's just so good at voicing that character. And yeah. Jason Hightower, who does Captain Doza, did a fantastic job as well. I mean, they all do. Yeah. At they, this point, it's such a given. It's such a given that they do such a fantastic job. Yeah. They're unbelievable. Because you don't even need to look at the, at um, the screen. screen. You close your eyes and you feel all the emotions. Right. Even Niku, and I love what yeah. Niku says, this is exciting. I appear to be tingling yeah, all over. over. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that my question in, in my notes, I put, how is any of this exciting? It is. It is exciting. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things that could go wrong where the Colossus yeah, well, could get flooded with water. I mean, there are citizens living on the station. What happens to them if something were to go wrong? OP Pit. Oh, my God. <laughs> the story of OP Pit, the injustice. <laughs> and behind Opie Pitt's story continues. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> and I'm just like, this guy can't catch a break. <laughs> oh my god. I love I love that scene where he's just, you know, like shaking his little claws at the, <laughs> the universe <laughs> because this, this he's trying to clean. clean. And then there comes more water. <laughs> I just love it. I love that. I want someone to take all the individual OP pit scenes and compile them together. And that right there is a story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Kaz Yeager and 
TV23, they jump into the water and... She knows how to swim. She has her propulsion thing and, and they actually use her like a, 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 one of those man manual um, submarine things. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. You know, they get to the communications tower and I love that the whole time Captain Doza says, oh, you know, it's probably some malfunction and, and you know, he's trying to play along with, with it. it. <laughs> so yeah, Cass manages to send out his message to the resistance, which is very important but you know what i also found very important about the scene the hotness behind yeager without a jacket and his hair wet <laughs> like yeah. i felt that this was more important than the overall mission in itself <laughs> <laughs> i mean come on such sexiness oh yeager mm. <laughs> Oh, man. And then as soon as Kaz and CB managed to get a response back, which is very, very quick, given that space is involved. But yeah. what science got yeah. to do with yeah, it? it? Yeah, <laughs> Yeager, unfortunately, stays behind. So yes. he gives he buys them more time and he tosses Kaz into the water, mm-hmm. which I thought was a very beautiful shot of him falling into the water like that. That was just stunning animation done there. But not before he tells him that he knows that he has criticized him and he finds his whole working with the resistance crazy, but he will fight with him anytime. Right, right. Oh, that was Uh, so beautiful. My God. (sighs) You know, it's funny because yesterday I was talking with my friend Aaron on the podcast and, you know, for him, resistance is kind of different and he really doesn't connect with it all that well and he mentioned how the relationships in Star Wars Resistance aren't are the thing that aren't pulling him in because they don't feel as strong as what we've seen before like with Kanan and Ezra and, and Ahsoka and Anakin so I agreed with him I thought you know what that's that's a very good point and now talking with you I feel like you know what I think the relationship between Kaz and Yeager is pretty strong it all goes towards what we are more attracted to like um what pulls on our heartstrings as they say like for some people it's family so rebels is gonna be like there, the 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 epitome of a family, the love of family, and and what a family means. Mm-hmm. Here is friends, yes. it's true friends, Friendships. no blood relations, and we didn't have blood relations in Rebels, but then we knew there was a family structure. Here we don't have a family structure. We don't have blood relations either. And we're either, trying to assign it. Like we we're, we're yeah. trying to say that Kaz and Tam are, are siblings and that uh, Yeager is the father. They're not that. But they're not that. They're not that. They're friends. They're what true friends should be. People who accept each other because of who they are, nothing else. And they could be here today and not tomorrow. And that's okay. They're still my friend. Right. And that's, to me, what friendship is all about. I have a friend. I have a best friend that if I speak with her once or twice a year, it's a lot. It's okay. But let me tell you something. I know that the moment I find myself in need, all I have to do is pick up a phone. And the same on her side. It doesn't matter the distance. It doesn't matter whether we have spoken in a year or not. We're there for each other. Right. And that's the relationship 
we're seeing in this group. It's a it's a bond. Well, at least with some of them, because yeah. Tam Tam is Tam, still Tam is with a, yeah. with Kaz in particular. Because yeah. I'm sure she'd be like that for Nico and yeah. for Yeager, but Kaz is what's causing and, 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 and that's the dynamic on this right. group. Yeah. So, so I I love that we got to see that with Yeager and Kaz. Yes. But at the same time I it is it Yeager does come across and we have mentioned it before Maybe it's more of a mentor role rather than a fatherly role. Yes. And, and you know what? That's important too. We we also need that. We we also need people sometimes having, like, like you and I could have a great relationship, but I'm pretty sure there's instances where you may have benefited more or have benefited more from having an outside mentor being there or, or, or being a role model right. for something. Right. And, and that's perfectly okay. And those relationships are also needed. Yeah. And that's what we see in, in resistance. It's funny how we all try to put yeah. family there when for a lot of people, that's not the case. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting stuff. So moving on, we also have the pirates making an appearance. Oh, when I saw that scenario. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I thought bloody pirates from <laughs> what's it? Uh, pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. <laughs> but yeah, Sonara hears the message. So I don't know what the heck is going to happen next. I really don't. I, I mean, I like to think that she's going to help in some way. But the pirates, the only, the only reason the pirates would help is just to get back at the first yeah. order. And and that's it. That's their entrance. Yeah. That's the ticket. Okay, we need to pay back. back. Yeah. yeah. Revenge is a dish best served cold. It may not happen soon. It may not happen immediately, but revenge will come and when it does, it will be so good. <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, Leia pops up in that message and she says that they have no ships to spare and that she'll send them the coordinates to their next location, to their next base. I'm not all that great with the timeline in the sequels, to be honest, because I haven't really watched them all that well and gotten to know all of the details. I don't know what that base location would be, but if it's a location that is new that would be interesting and we could potentially see it in season two who knows but niku says <laughs> niku niku says so you really are with the resistance why didn't you tell me Kaz? <laughs> he's been trying <laughs> he did niku <laughs> But then when in seeing it the second time, I thought, oh, maybe he meant, like, why didn't you tell me from the beginning? Yeah. yeah. And then Ayla. Ayla really hit me in the feels when she said, we're alone? They yeah. were hoping that the resistance would come and help. And I thought that was truly the saddest part of this, ep- um, besides Bucket, of course. But one of the saddest parts of this episode where you're, you feel alone, like you can't do anything because you don't have the resources or the means to try to change something. And the one thing that could potentially help can't be there. But with Cass... I love it. I love Cass. The, the, the that's, last... That's not... That's not true. The Wait, final moment. Oh my god, I love it. He says, "No, we have each other. We are the resistance now, all of us. First, we're going to free our friends. Then I promise you, we're taking back the Colossus." And I thought, "Confident Kaz is the hottest kind Kaz, of Kaz." Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
oh man, I'm so proud. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I love the amount of confidence that he has in this moment and how it completely is so different from all the other times when he's fumbled around or made a mistake or, you know, all those funny moments. Hey, he, he knows it's, it's down to them. It, you know, he, he knows that that's it. It, it really it really gave me a Star Wars Rebels vibe because that's that is the ghost crew plus Hondo plus the clones plus Agent Callus in the, the series finale. You know, we're here, we're going to do it without the rebellion, without yes. them. Yeah. At the time, you know, the rebellion didn't want to help. This is the resist the resistance unfortunately can't help. They don't really have the means to help. Otherwise they would. Unlike the rebellion and rebels. So, yeah, I, I, I honestly can't wait to see the next episode. <laughs> so, how many episodes are left? Two. 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 If the next two episodes are like this one, I don't know if I'm going to make it to Star Wars Celebration because I may end up in the hospital. <laughs> You know, what's what's interesting is that they're usually they put the part one, part two together from from what I remember and they have them separate. So now so we have to watch part one this Sunday and then watch part two the following Sunday. So I'm just like, what? What? Well, actually, I get to watch it tonight because mohaha, mommy. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> I do not want to we know. We can watch it together if you want. But then you'd have to wait a little bit longer. No. Okay. No, 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 no. Moving into listener thoughts and questions, JD said, so tyranny was totally named that because it sounds like tyranny, right? <laughs> Great yeah. episode. I was shocked and horrified when it looked like Bucket had kicked it and feel very sorry for poor OP Pit again. Yeah. But yeah, I really like the, the use of Bucket, you know, kick the bucket. Yeah. yeah. That's what happens when you die. You kick the bucket. And I'm glad that Bucket did not kick the bucket. Yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, tyranny and tyranny. What an what a fascinating play on um, words, words there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, most likely I can imagine them doing that. I mean, it's like Agent Callus and being callous, you yeah. know. So Aaron said, "Does wet hair make Kaz more mature or not? It, it makes him sexy hot." <laughs> <laughs> it sure seemed like it in this episode. Also, who else teared up when Bucket got shot? I did. But would it have been more effective storytelling if he hadn't gotten saved? Was it a cop-out? I'm torn on this one. No cop-out. <laughs> Definitely better saved and sexy hot. <laughs> sexy hot. Well, those are mommy's three <laughs> bullet points. <laughs> but yeah, we had briefly mentioned it earlier. It's tough because it's repeated often in storytelling. And you're like, oh, you know, I, I, I thought this character was gone, but they're actually alive. I like it sometimes because again it reminds you that you're actually really attached to this character and you know that, that saying you don't know what you have until it's gone mm -hmm. it makes me happy when they're back because then I can actually really appreciate them but at the same time yeah I can see that there are negative side effects to it because of the repetitive use throughout other stories and whatnot but mommy's just shaking her no. head no <laughs> Give it to me every time. But yeah, I, I'm with you, Aaron. I'm kind of torn on it. But for this, for the purpose of the story, the the audience that it's aimed for, 
and and the fact that they have been upping the stakes you know i'm okay with upping the stakes in that moment and then bringing it back <laughs> and then bringing it back down because it, it, it made me realize okay maybe i don't want the stakes all that high <laughs> And then Hassan said, Cass was the man in this episode. The plan to get the message out to Leia by sinking the Colossus was crazy, but it worked. I thought Bucket was gone for good via saving everyone with smoking maneuver. I remember R2 did the same thing in Empire Strikes Back during the Cloud City escape. I hope Yeager can talk to Tam about everything. Yeah, I really hope so too, that they're able to touch base again. Um, Because she's more confused and disappointed, Agent Tierney's appearance is not helping the cause either. Her calmness about the First Order is not the catalyst to change Tam to their side. Niku, 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 you're my dude. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the other BB unit has received its comeuppance by BB-23. The next two episodes will be lit. May the force be with you, ladies. Yes, I'm with you. Oh, yeah. my God. <sighs> yes. yes. Lit, lit is a perfect way of describing it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and Jen said, Bucket! That really set the stakes for this episode. Of course, he survives, but phew! I felt all kinds of emotions during this episode. The Colossus sinking, I didn't see it coming. I would have thought it would be during No Escape Part 1 or 2, but dang, that was amazing. The only sequence I can compare that to would be the pirate sail barge coming out of the fog. And I love the first indication we had of the platform sinking was the Spiegels flying off. Non-sentient animals are always the first to know something is going to happen. And Buggles as well, and droids. I think they did great great droid interactions here. Bucket finally got some action, and if people were sort of meh with him before, they won't now. See, see, that's a good point. So, you know, Bucket doing what he did and having suffered some consequences, although, albeit temporary, you get to see the coolness of that character in that moment. Going back to Jen's message here, uh, Jen said... NCB knocking out that first order BB unit and then posing as a BB service droid reminds me of Kaz going undercover as CS515, who I don't want to think about at the moment. Yeah, sadly. Oh, God. And that interaction between CB and the Dozas had me smiling so much. Jason Hightower did such a great job as Captain Doza in this episode. Completely agree. He did such a fantastic job. This is not my own thoughts, but from the Star Wars Refuge. But it's so awesome that Tora and Captain Doza are together for the whole episode, and we see a healthy father-daughter relationship considering the father-son relationship between Kazura and Hamato, which, as an Asian myself, I can say is quite common. Oh, man, I can't wait for no escape. Just sad this season is ending, and we have to wait until the fall. I mean, fall in the Northern Hemisphere, that is. Final thoughts? Pyre actually sounded legit angry in this episode that he was really kind of intimidating. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wonder if anyone will ship Pyre in Tyranny? Well, Pyre had it here. (laughs) Pyranny? Pyranny? (laughs) See, no, I don't like that. I don't like (laughs) Pyranny. No, I don't ship them. Just saying this, knowing what the internet's like. Yeah, I'm I'm part of the internet. So (laughs) there there you go. If the writers kill him off, no, they can't, they can't kill off Pyre. My gosh, Jen. 
Von Rick had better prove once and for all why he's the Red Baron of the First Order, because we have not seen enough of him. This is true. Where the heck is Von Rick? Still stuck in that little, little thingy? <laughs> in the, in the <laughs> planet, the, planet. The, the cored out planet. And of course, may the force be with you. P.S. Oh my gosh, you two should so do the Freemaker Adventures after Resistance. <laughs> that, that sounds so much fun. And it's such a great show. There you go, mommy. There you go. Jen, come on. Oh. There you go. We're going to do it. Oh, gosh. You see that as if it's a bad thing. I don't know, Jora. Come on, I got it's just two seasons, mommy. Two seasons. Oh. Two seasons of awesome. Okay. <laughs> And Stella said, hi, guys, Descent is the best Resistance episode yet, and we're in the countdown to what I'm sure will be a great finale. What a fascinating character Tierney is. First, that her name sounds like Tyranny or Terror to let the audience know she isn't one of the good guys, even though she appears to be kind to Tam. I'll admit, at first, I was concerned Tierney would be a copy of Agent Callus from the ISB, so I'm impressed that she stood on her own as a character, planting seeds of doubt within Tam, first by being calm and gentle, and then using the truth about Cass to convince Tam to cooperate with her. It's a brilliant strategy. Yeah. And again, I know this is a weird thing to say, but this is what I love about the First Order. When they're repeating some of the strategies that the Empire used to do, they're not repeating them exactly. They're repeating them in a better way. Yeah, they're they're (laughs) improving. more effective. They're improving. And I find that fascinating because, I mean, the whole thing with the pirates, I thought that was a brilliant idea. And Tierney, like I mentioned before, is a representation of the First Order her strategy, I had mentioned in my article that she's a good cop, bad cop in one, one. because she's trying to be the good cop with Tam, but eventually the bad cop will come, come out. out. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Stella went on to say, the idea to flood the Colossus is indeed crazy yet necessary, but it reminds me of nightmares I had after watching Titanic. Nothing freaks me out more than the idea of drowning in icy waters in the middle of of an ocean. I know it isn't addressed as a plot point, but it bothered me that Kaz's plan posed a threat to the safety of the civilians on board the Colossus. If they didn't get inside in time before the door sealed, they could have drowned. It's a plan I could imagine Saw Gerrera doing, but not the ghost crew. I can say with confidence that Ezra and Kanan wouldn't have carried out a plan like that unless they were sure all the civilians inside were 100% safe. On the other hand, Kaz isn't a Jedi, so I don't expect him to think like one in terms of the grand scope or reading into the consequences of his actions. He may be having second thoughts about his plan now that Yeager took the fall for him. What do you guys think? Cheers, Stella. That's a great point, by the way. It, it definitely is. But I think that they did think of it they, because part of the plan was to go and tell Dosa to close the, the blast hatches, door, the, the hatches, hatches, so that water wouldn't flood. Right, right. I think it was more of like the, because you know those doors were closing and those the inner doors will also close. And I remember that in the pirate attack, like people were trying to scurry to try to get inside. And I remember, I think it was... Garma, who might have been outside, and she was, and she's in a, she's very old. She has a cane, I think, if I remember correctly, and she was trying to get to the door. So some people could technically be left out behind. 
But then that's true of many things that that many plans that are put into place. There's always somebody that could. I guess it's ultimately the bottleneck effect. Yes. You know, like yeah. some marbles will get into the bar- the the bottle. Other marbles will fall, fall out. out. It's not something that you can predict. And if every plan to fight a tyranny only concentrate on not hurting anybody, tyranny is going to win because there's no way. There's always going to be losses. Yes, it was. It's, it's a crazy plan, but to me, they did thought of the people yeah, in because a way they it did. was part yeah. of their whole plan right. was to make sure that everybody was inside so that the, the doors were, were closed and the station wouldn't flood. Right, right. So yeah, Stella, thank you so much for your email. And that was, yeah, it was still a brilliant point about Ezra yeah, and Kanan. Yeah, no, yeah. I, them, I, I wouldn't see, yeah. Them, definitely, I wouldn't see. Like, Kanan and Ezra, I feel like, would have been outside making sure that people were getting in. Unfortunately, you know, that wasn't the case for Kaz. They, they were all down down in the engineering level operating this. So, but I'm with you. Yeah, Ezra and Kanan definitely would have approached it differently. And Kaz, being who he is and not a Jedi, he tackled it in a different way. So hopefully they'll think on it further moving forward. But it looks like the Colossus will be back to normal in the next episode. At least that's what it looks like in the remaining shots of the mid-season trailer. So exciting. I'm excited. And Hope said, Hi, you guys. First and foremost, thank you for organizing Rebels Remembered. I know you'll say that you just made a hashtag, but you guys championed Rebels from the beginning through Rebels Chat. You supported the show and led others like me into loving it. Seeing the fandom come together yesterday was amazing and felt really needed in a way. So thank you. It was so, so awesome. Thank you. I mean, it's really nice to know that everyone felt this awesome day it really was it felt different it felt like the old times the good times (laughs) it's funny because it just came out of a casual conversation that i was having on twitter with friends i had all these alerts on my calendar anyway because i was going to celebrate rebels regardless you know i was like oh maybe we should do something for ezra let's celebrate ezra on on this day and oh maybe we should make it a rebels thing so then i thought okay let me think of a good hashtag (laughs) And so I I remember that they had used Remembering Rebels. And I was like, well, I don't want to reuse Remembering Rebels, especially if they want to use it for something else. I thought of, okay, let's do Rebels Remembered. I had gone to my friend Elisa and I said, hey, do you think Rebels Remembered is a good hashtag? And she said... I think so. <laughs> and then at the time when we clicked on it, when we when you search for it on Twitter, it was actually just one post. There was one post in there and it was an it was an actual war related post about a different set of rebels and I mean it was from 2016, I think. So I was like, I think we can use it. I think I think it'll be good. So then I, I was like, okay, let me make the graphic. <laughs> so and there it is. But yeah, I just I thought it would be a cool thing to do for the community and I'm glad it panned out the way it did because honestly I went in thinking there's just going to be like a few hundred people and it'll die out by the the afternoon. (laughs) 
<laughs> and it turns out that it was trending in certain places. And I thought, oh my God, this is amazing. I, did, I never thought it would reach the level that it did. And I am so, I was so overwhelmingly surprised. I was uh, amazed, like, wow, it, like people from other time zones. Yeah, people from <laughs> all around the world, really. I mean, there were people in Australia, there were people in Asia. I mean, everyone was participating. And I, I was just really overall, just thank you. Because, I mean, I, I, yeah, like you said, I created, I helped create the hashtag. I helped put it out there and make the little graphic that everyone was retweeting and sharing. But at the end of the day, you guys made the Star oh. the, the Rebels Remembered tag what it is. Yeah. Otherwise, it would just be like a tag of 50 tweets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually a tag of 5,000 plus tweets. So when one of them is Dave Filoni, I mean, who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> so it was a group effort. I helped I helped make the little snowball and then it started rolling, rolling into, into something bigger. So I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> but then Hope goes on to say, but Descent, wow, wow, wow. Agent Tierney was so amazing. She's a lot like Callus was in ways, but also very different. Both were calm with their interrogations. Tierney to Tam and Callus to Ezra. <laughs> it reminds me of Java. <laughs> Java. <laughs> but there's something much colder about Tierney that I can't quite put my finger on. When I first saw Callus, there was still something sort of warm about him, even when he was fighting or trying to kill the heroes. All I get from Tierney is cold, and I really don't see her pulling a hot callus and defecting like he did. Maybe it's a difference that he probably volunteered to join the Empire while she was probably raised and brainwashed into the First Order. I like the idea of her being there willingly, willingly like Callus, yes. because then it it, it it like emphasizes the coldness even more. You see that, or the, highlights it. That the thing is, I don't think is how they come into it, but the emotions that bring them into it. Because for for Callus, it was a reaction to something that happened, which we learned. Like when they're uh, Seb and him are trapped uh, are alone in the planet, right? So both sides suffer in ways that made them react in the way they reacted. He's wanting to bring order and safety to the world and to those he loved, right? With Tierney, I get the feeling that is not because of the order; it's because of the control. The power that that control provides. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that makes it more dangerous. You know what would help clear things up if they cl- if they clarified when did this, the actions of taking people and brainwashing them start to be phased out? And what point did they start to take on volunteers for that whole plausible deniability that we brought up last it, week? It, the, the, the thing is that not everybody in the First Order had to be be brainwashed. Right. I don't I think that is more for the soldiers, the, soldiers, the ones that the they fodder, are willing to put in the in the lines right. and the cannon risk, fodder. Yeah. Not the big shots on top. Not the ones that rise to the top. 
Right. Those have their own ideas. Those have their own feelings, their own thoughts. And this is what makes me think that her her motivation is more power mm. and control right. than order. I definitely need to finish reading Phasma. I'm still, I'm still working on it. It's very interesting. So I, I need to get to the point where I learn more about Phasma and uh, some of these other characters and see if that helps inform my opinions about the First Order and their brainwashing and people who might be in it for the reasons you just stated. But we'll see. I hope I hope we get to see Tierney more. I feel like Tierney, I had mentioned in my article, I feel like Tierney is more of like the Hux to Phasma. Yeah. And so I think Tierney and Pyre are going to be that duo in the series. So here's hoping, because <laughs> that would be really cool. <laughs> and Hope goes on to say, remember when I said forever ago that I thought Tora was the First Order spy? Yeah, that's not happening anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but what I am starting to think is Tam will join the First Order for the show. I think this would be a smart move for the overall narrative, like how Callus was our inside to learn more about the Empire. Having Tam join them would allow the audience to get more information about the First Order. I love her and I don't want her to go, but Tam joining them would be such a good move for the writing crew to do. And what if Tam gets to be a First Order pilot? Oh, <laughs> that's brilliant. They, <laughs> they give her what she's always wanted to fly. Kaz, this is your, can you hear the people sing? Le Miserable moment. While I was critical of how goofy he was early in the show, and I think they did overdo it at times, the silliness and clumsy side of Kaz was needed. Look where he is right now. When he was rapid fire playing off ideas with Yeager and how to get a message out, Kaz from episode one wouldn't know how to do any of that. He's come so far already and I can't wait to see where he's going. This ended up being longer than I thought. No worries. And my lunch break is ending. (laughs) May the force be with you, ladies. I hope you had a good lunch. And and may the force be with you. (laughs) But yeah, I love that idea of Tam potentially being in the First Order because that's what we need. We need someone in there and we need to see more of what's happening in the First Order to understand them more. I I get the whole Tam being on the First Order, but this is my thing. We know she, in her heart, heart of hearts, she's a good person. She wouldn't willingly hurt anybody just because that's what's been ordered or just because they don't think or believe what she does, which is needed for you to be a first order person because either you do it because you've been brain, been brainwashed or you do it because that's what you want to do right yeah tam doesn't fit that model to me what i would think is she will do it but either she will do it voluntarily to help the group or she gets she, brainwashed or she does a hot callus where she goes in, but then realizes this is not what it is. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love how they use the word hot callus yeah, yeah. for the transformation. Yeah. But to me, she doesn't fit that 
Yeah, you had mentioned it earlier when she and Tierney were talking. Tierney, the way that she comes across, Tam wouldn't really fit in their ranks as yeah. she is right now. Yeah. Because of her connections to Yeager and Niku and, and her own personal connections and She's past. emotionally attached. Right, yeah. That's, that's not really the kind of thing that they're looking for in the First Order. But it could be something that could be taken away, stripped away from you, depending on what training there's, there is and whatnot. I don't know. It's, it's a fascinating idea. And I really hope that they do go there, Hope, because like you said, that would be very interesting and very unlike anything that we've seen in Star Wars, I think. So thank you, everyone, for your awesome questions and thoughts. And big thanks to everyone who participated in Rebels Remembered. Uh, I truly appreciate it. <laughs> So that's it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Next week, we'll be watching No Escape Part 1. Have thoughts, questions, or comments you want to share about this episode or anything on your mind, you can send them to us by emailing geekybubblepod at gmail.com. In the meantime, visit thewookiegunner.com for news, reviews, and opinion pieces pertaining to the Star Wars animated shows. And follow TWG on Twitter by searching for handle the handle TWG site. And mommy... Yes, Jonah. Where can the, <laughs> where can the listeners find you? At Whovian two fourteen. <laughs> good, 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 good. You did good, mommy. And listeners can also find Geeky Bubble on Twitter by searching for at Geeky Bubble Pod and me with the handle at Blue Jake Eyes. Last but certainly not least, if you haven't done so already, please follow our podcast network on Twitter by searching for at We Are Escape Pods and tune in to Unmistakably Star Wars and the Sky Talkers podcast for more Star Wars news and discussion. And may the force be with you. Always. Always.